You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily podcast on the Arizona Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Starting to build this thing a little bit, man. Getting more and more listeners every week. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to do what's the best I possibly can to give the information of your favorite team, or most hated team. I'll take either one, Arizona Cardinals. Lots been going on this week. Bruce Arians retires. Carson Palmer retires. So that leaves a lot of speculation coming up here in the next few weeks, if not month, up until the draft. So I'm going to talk about two things today. One, what the Cardinals should do for the head coaching position and what they should not do. And number two, as I've talked about before, but I'm going to give a synopsis of my thought thought processes over the past several weeks on what the Cardinals should do with the NFL draft, now learning the information that Carson Palmer has retired. Follow me on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner, and I'm going to tell you about my bookie, probably my favorite uh, live read, mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid, mybookie.ag. First thing on the docket, what should the Cardinals do with the head coaching position? Bruce Arians retires, fun-loving guy, very charitable. Everybody loves him in the Valley. I had some speculation about his head coaching style over the last two seasons, and now he's no longer the head coach, so I have to choose somebody else to pick up. The first obvious choice that people are going to look at in the Valley is James Betcher, the defensive coordinator. Do I think they should hire him? I do not. I do not. I think you need to start fresh. I think you need to bring in a new set of eyes. And James Betcher is a great defensive coordinator. He's really shown what he's made of in the last two months of last season, of this past season. After the bye week, they really reorganized and and and, and went back to the Cardinals defense that we that we grew accustomed to in 2015 when they made their run to the NFC Championship game. I do not think they should sign James Betcher to be the new head coach. I'm going to look at, and there's one thing that I definitely should not do, and I ran through uh, the list uh, last podcast. Offensive coordinators do not win Super Bowls as head coaches. More times than not, I believe in the last 20 years, in the last 15 years, after the Rams Super Bowls, you have Super Bowl winning head coaches, defensive-minded. Defensive mind. It started in 2000. Brian Billing. Okay? Ravens. John Harbaugh. Ravens. Special teams coach. I'll even group that in with offensive coordinators. I'll give the offensive coordinator team one point for that. Bill Belichick. Defense. Mike Tomlin. Defense. Pete Carroll. Defense. Gary Kubiak. Defense. Tony Dungy. Kind of a little bit of both. But he had Peyton Man. Do not hire an unproven offensive coordinator as head coach. I would rather take Jim Schwartz, a defensive-minded guy that's now playing coordinator, over oh, Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniels? No. No. He's going to be the hot name. He's going to be the hot name. Because, you know, he's the offensive coordinator for Tom Brady. But so was Adam Gase, coordinator for Peyton Manning. Mike McCoy, 
who not only got fired from a head coaching job, got fired as the offensive coordinator when he went back to Denver and Peyton Manning was already gone. You hire a defensive-minded head coach. Why is that? Why, why, why do defensive-minded head coaches have such more success from the head coaching spot? It's pretty easy, in my opinion. It's pretty, pretty simply defined. They only have to worry about one side of the ball. Normally, offensive coordinators turned head coaches like to call the plays because that's how they made their money to begin with. They made their money calling plays. They got noticed calling plays. Then they think, oh, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call the plays and I'm going to be head coach. Nope. Next, please. Matt Patricia. It should be number one on the Cardinals list. Defensive coordinator for the for the New England Patriots. He's got a little B.A. swagger. He's made, he's made mountain out of molehill with that defense because all Bill Belichick does is trade away all his good players, Jamie Collins, Chandler Jones, etc., just cuts guys, and then they'll trade for guys midseason that were former first-round picks. Bertavius Mingo, they traded the Browns for. I don't think he's on the team anymore. Matt Patricia's had to do a lot with a little for a long time. He has a nice secondary He's got an average receiving core, and he has no pass rush. 12-3. and 13-3. 12-4. That's what he does. Now, if you have him look at the defense that is in Phoenix with the Cardinals, come on, man. Young, hungry, angry defense. Not angry like AFC North angry, but they have some studs on this team, man. They've got some studs. Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones, Buda Baker's already proven himself to be a pro bowler, at least on the special teams aspect, and he's played very well since Tyvon Branch left. Teron Matthew. You know, they got some guys. It's on Reddick. He didn't look bad. Need, need a little secondary help. And Tom Bethay played well this year, but he's getting older. I would go Matt Patricia, number one. Boom. I'd probably do James Betcher, number two. Or number three, but you got to go big first. You got to get a defensive minded guy that can look at this Cardinals defense and what they did with no offense this year. I, I mean, if I were Matt Patricia, I'd want to come to the Valley and at least check it out. At least check, you have pro bowlers on this team already. But the opposite approach is well, our offense is what needs help the most. No, you just need players. The coaching ain't going to help that. The coaching will elevate players, but it's not going to bring in guys that are already proven. You bring in, you have to bring in a couple veteran wide receivers, maybe get one out of the draft. The Calvin, the, the, Ridley, the Calvin Ridley kid from Alabama is number 15, but now with Carson Palmer retiring, that could change. I don't think it should still, but I think they should still go after Kirk Cousins. So let's segue into that. So my number one choice for head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Matt Patricia. Defensive-minded coach, if Harold Goodwin's not cutting it for you, the offensive coordinator, bring in another one. But you do not hire an offensive coordinator, unproven head coach, as your head coach. You don't do it. It doesn't work. We've seen it. It doesn't work. Now, with the draft. I'm going to couple this in with free agency and the draft. But first, before I do that, 
I'm going to talk about mybookie.ag. Bowl season is here. It's almost over, but it's still here. And if you haven't already, it's time to get on the action with mybookie.ag. You sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for your payout? I'm sure you are. When you sign up with mybookie, you get paid two business days. Two Two business days. Where you bet is just as important as where is who you're betting on. I've said this for the last six months. If you want to make money betting the bowl games, and the biggest one is coming up, you got to go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site I recommend if, I, if you haven't heard my angst already. I trust them, but I, I know. I mean, if you haven't listened to me yet, I'm a pseudo-untrustworthy source. Go check it out for yourself. They have odds on every matchup as well as in-game live betting on all this season's NFL and bowl games. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit with up to 50% bonus. Use the promo code LOCKED ON. L O C K E D O N to activate your offer. Visit mybookie.ag. You get paid in two days, dude. You don't get a runaround one month payout. Two days. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. If you're going to bet, the only play to do it, the only place to do it is at mybookie. So. Back to what I was saying before. The Cardinals have a very interesting draft for themselves going into the 2018 season. You have an aging wide receiver, Larry Fitzgerald. I know he hasn't shown his age yet. He slowed down a little bit this year, but he really hasn't. But this is... It's not going to last forever, okay? So you can't rely on a 34-year-old slot receiver to be your guy, okay? What, what do I think they need to do starting now into the start of next season? Number one, don't draft up. Don't move up in the draft to draft a quarterback taking a flyer on somebody. Most of the time, it doesn't work. Most of the time, it doesn't work. So why would you mortgage your future on a 21-year-old who's been unproven? First line of business this offseason is go get Kirk Cousins if he's a free agent. Pay him more than everybody else will pay him. Figure it out. Teams figure out how to pay big-name guys. You can't always say, well, he doesn't work in our salary cap. Figure it out. Hey, Patrick Peterson, can you restructure your deal so we can get a quarterback on this damn team? Hey, Chandler Jones, can you restructure your deal so we can get a quarterback on this damn team? Hey, David Johnson, would you mind not taking max money for a running back so we can get a quarterback on this damn team? Please. You have a guy who's been in the league for five years who knows how to win football games. He won, he, they could have won seven or eight games this year over there, and he had nobody. His top three running backs were out. His receiving, Terrell Pryor was jack all year. Jameson Crowder, their slot receiver, was their best receiver. Josh Doxson had flashes. Ryan Grant had flashes. Jordan Reed is out all year. Vernon Davis is old. Bring him in, number one. Number two. Don't, again, don't draft a quarterback. At 15, there is going to be an offensive tackle there. There's going to be a wide receiver there, most likely in Calvin Ridley. Or you get the kid from Texas A&M. You need some young blood in there that has proven their ranks, and proven themselves in college that they can get separation and make big plays. John Brown, get him out of here. J.J. Nelson, get him out of here. Jerron Brown, get him out of here. It's not working. It doesn't work. 
Get them out of here. Make them third-string guys. Do not put them on the field for 80% of the offensive plays, the passing plays. Don't do it anymore. Get a kid that knows how to play the wide receiver position. Number three, bring in veteran wide receivers this offseason. And we're going to circle back to number one right now because you need a quarterback to, that will that will attract veteran receivers. Kirk Cousins is top five in passing the last three seasons. The last two seasons. Third season he was top 10, but last two seasons, this guy figured out how to play the quarterback position. He cut down on his turnovers. This dude can play the quarterback position, and he will attract veteran wide receivers, throw away receivers from other teams that don't have spots for them. And by throw away, I mean there are no spots. The Cardinals should bring in everybody they can. Everybody they can. They have the worst receiving core in the NFL. Hey, I don't even think it's close. Worst receiving core. I would take Tennessee's receiving core over them. I would definitely take Jacksonville's receiving core over them. I would take Buffalo's receiving core over them. You need to bring in veteran receivers. Number four. And I'm going to couple this with number two. Don't mortgage your future on a big deal, whether it be trading up in the draft or giving a max contract unless it's your quarterback. Don't do it because you're going to, you're going to pigeonhole yourself. You're going to handcuff yourself into oblivion if things don't work out. With Kirk Cousins, you know what you're going to get. If you want to pay him the money like, like most other teams that need a quarterback, pay him the money. Next week, I'm going to mash up everything that we took together this week. Bruce Arian retiring, Carson Palmer retiring, and see if the Cardinals, if we have a little more buzz on who they're looking at as head coach and who they're looking at to succeed Carson Palmer. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner. Check me out on the Freaks on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 Mountain Time. See you guys next week.